I'm George Faust. And I'm Madeline Adams. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY presents Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Well, hi, hello, and welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, joined by Madeline Adams, as always. A lot of Cajun football on tonight's show. Head coach Billy Napier going to talk about his quarterback and why the good and the bad doesn't always belong on the quarterback. In addition to a little football talk, we're going to introduce you to the newest member of the Raging Cajun coaching staff. The men's tennis program welcomed in a familiar face to lead its program and a guy who feels right at home here in Acadiana. Also looking forward to hearing from Deuce Wallace, a former walk-on for the Cajuns, now on the Saints roster as camp got cut down to 85 players. All of that and so much more in a jam-packed edition of Inside Cajun Nation. All right, we start with the football, though. Raging Cajun football receiving another preseason poll ranking. This time, the AP places the Cajuns at number 23, and that's the same as the USA Today poll. And as Coach Billy Napier has told us in the past, that won't affect anything in the future games. But what, or more so, who can have an effect on the games is the signal caller. Levi Lewis enters his fifth year as he has garnered much attention this offseason from numerous preseason award watch lists, the latest to be the United Unitist uh, award watch list. And make no mistake about this, uh, it's Levi Lewis's team. The stats are there. He's one of three quarterbacks to throw for more than 5,000 yards and 45 touchdowns. The other two are in their rookie seasons in the NFL. The Saints, Ian Book, and some guy named Justin Fields <laughs> for Chicago. Head coach Billy Napier says Levi's always been the alpha. And I think his ability to affect the other players, you know, I think that, um, you know, he, he's got a, a bank of knowledge, right? I mean, this guy's taken a million reps in a practice setting. He's played a lot of snaps in game settings. Uh, he works off the field as hard as any player I've ever coached. Um, and he's a he's a lifelong learner, right? He's still looking for an edge. All right. Meanwhile, the Cajuns' first scrimmage of the fall camp provided some excitement with young running backs catching the coach's eye. Freshman running back from De La Salle in New Orleans, Montreal. Johnson played well and Rummel Raider product in backup Raider QB. Pride. <laughs> backup QB Chandler Fields is battling for the number two spot with Fresno State transfer Ben Woldridge. Cajun head coach Billy Napier says this is the time when players can create positive situations for themselves and work to create create opportunities. It's a great time for a player to really look in the mirror, you know, have integrity. You know, you are what you put on the film know as an individual player so your ability to do your job right be accountable um, have the discipline to execute uh, and produce when it counts all right still to come on inside cajun nation the cajuns getting used to camp under fourth year head coach billy Nathan. that's right we'll hear from some of those players about the first complete week of fall camp when we return on inside cajun nation stay with us this portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
Uh, welcome back to the show. George Faust here, Madeline Adams <laughs> over there. <laughs> and with, uh, with three years in the tank for Coach Billy Napier, the guys who have played for him have a good idea of what to expect. That is right, George. And after one week of his fourth season as head coach of the Cajuns, the players know Coach Napier strives to get his team to play at a very high level. And you can see the constant improvement with all of the drafted players over the past three seasons and the bowl championships. Coach Napier seems to have a formula that definitely works. And for the players, a sense of consistency is key for success. And many of the players can thrive in a system that creates a positive culture. The players know when it's time to get down to business. And the chemistry of this team is something they look forward to using to their advantage. Uh, chemistry, chemistry is 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 huge part of this game. Uh, this is a team game, not a individual game like uh, a lot of other sports. So this is a team game, and by us having so much chemistry, like I can play off Zion Hill, I can play off Big Sauce, I can play off Farad Gardner, I can play off Percy Butler. Like I, we have so much chemistry, we talk, we communicate. And I just know I, I know how each and every guy around me plays, so I know how to feed off uh, of them. So I think that's the best part of having chemistry and an experienced defense. I'll say for the most part, Coach um, Coach Nate he um, does a, a good job. Um, even Coach Lajay, everybody, all the coaches, they do a good job on getting guys ready. You know um, the way how system is built. Um, year two is is amazing. You know it's a it's a big turnaround, guys. Moving fast, you know, playing fast, and you know they know what they're doing for its formations, lining up, running routes, you know, the liberty details, you know, those those little things um, can possibly turn you know, to big things. So the expectations at an all-time high for the Cajuns, as we talked about a little earlier in the show, preseason ranked 23rd, picked to win the Sun Belt West. And they received the most first place votes at Sunbelt Media Days this year. The thing about expectations, they don't really translate on the field. For the Cajuns, having one of the most experienced quarterbacks in Levi Lewis will help reach those lofty expectations. But head coach Billy Napier reminds us Levi is like his number, just one. You know, sometimes a quarterback, um, you know, he gets a little too much of the blame and a little too much of the credit. You know, I think it's important that we all realize that the, the 10 other players out there, their ability to do their job consistent, consistently with discipline and detail affects the quarterback's ability to perform and have production. So overall, as an offense, we've got more players right now that are capable uh, than we did at this point last year. All right, still to come on the show, former Raging Cajun Deuce Wallace making the most of his time with the Saints, making the cut, the first one. That's it. Deuce tells us his best, best path to making the Saints 53-man roster. He'll do that when we return. Stay with us on Inside Cajun Nation. We are back on Inside Cajun Nation. And look, let's do it, guys, all together. George Madeline. <laughs> one, one of our favorite Raging Cajuns cover is the next person we're going to talk about. He's Cajun legacy, right? But yeah. uh, also just a really down-to-earth athlete who always has time for an interview or even better, a chat. 
by whatever's going on. Deuce Wallace continues to impress in whatever he's trying to achieve. The most recent thing he's doing is working to make the Saints 53-man roster. And in true Deuce fashion, his hard work is paying off so far this training camp in New Orleans. Deuce played in his first ever NFL preseason game against Baltimore when the Saints headed to Baltimore. After the game, the Saints will cut the roster, or they did, to 85 players, and he survived. So did Christian Ringo, a former uh, Raging Cajun. Over the past few days, Deuce has created some buzz over his play, play on defense. His biggest splash was uh, an interception of Ian Book on a 7-on-7 seven -seven drill and a pass breakup in the end zone on Taysom Hill's pass in the 11-on-11 drill. Also, that practice, he blocked a, team into, a teammate into the turf on a punt return. He knows, though, the quickest way to make an NFL roster is through special teams. I think special teams is everything. Uh, you know, aside the fact that it's important for me in my situation to make the team, special teams are those are the most important plays in a football game. You know, any football game you go to, you can pick out two or three special teams plays that depicted the result of the game. I just always felt that, you know, I had strengths that I knew I had. And, you know, the fact that this team gave that opportunity, my goal was to give them what they saw in me, no matter what that is. Whether it was effort, whether it was ball hawking, whether it was just straight physicality, whatever they felt was my strength, I need to show that every day. Man, I'm looking forward to, to finally hitting and be able to run through a, somebody else. That's not just in black and gold, man. You know, it's been a long time since I've uh, played full contact, and I'm, I'm really itching. But honestly, focus is just lining assignment, being in the right place, not trying to do too much. No need to be a superhero. Um, do my job. Everybody does their job. That's, that's making a play. Making a play is not, a, that's not necessarily a big hit, interception. Make a play, doing your job, getting the ball down, get off the field. Honestly, all the vets. Um, you can pull a little bit from everybody, even some of the younger guys like, uh, like Keith, you know. Uh, from Keith, from Dub to Malcolm, being, you know, I, I like to refer to him as Father Time. He, he's seen it all. And him being in his 13 year, just watching the way he operates on and off the field, uh, it's strictly professional. And you know, that, that's something uh, I definitely try to bottom myself after. But uh, just in terms of football knowledge, man, he's a, he's a guru. And uh, you can tell he's been doing it for a long time. He knows it like the back of his hand. And that's, that's just something I, I kind of want to rub off on me. You know, he, he's somebody to go to uh, to help the game kind of slow down for me. Meanwhile, while Deuce is trying to make the squad, he and Christian Ringo, former mm -hmm. Raging Cajun, a newly inducted Hall of Famer, spoke a few words of wisdom to the Cajuns last week. Just a few days removed from his induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Louisiana native and one of my favorite quarterbacks outside of Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, <laughs> took time out of his day to speak to the Cajun football team. As the Cajuns entered the second week of fall camp, they heard a message on the importance of practice from the two-time Super Bowl champ. Cajun head coach, we talked about him a lot, Billy Napier, <laughs> says the impressive part of the talk surrounded being humble and selfless and how that contributed to the Super Bowl teams that Peyton was on. It contributed to their success. One of the things that I think he continued to hit on was the value of practice, right? The fact that every opportunity that you get to practice, you either get better or you get worse. Uh, we're never staying the same. Uh, really talked of the importance of the veteran players and the example that they set, you know, the best players on the team being the best practice players, being the most selfless, uh, and how that uh, was a common theme on the two Super Bowl teams that he played on. Um, also, one of the things I think that really 
uh, was impressive to me was how humble he was and how the ownership that he took from some of his mistakes, right? Through 23 interceptions uh, as a rookie uh, and really took ownership of that the experience made the necessary changes and certainly they they were three and 13 and made that transition to 13 and three the next year. So, you know, this is about as accomplished as you can be in the game of football. All right. Still to come on the show, Morgan Lilla Romero returning from the Olympics and uh, we're proud of her. Absolutely. She talked about what it was like to represent the USA. That's next on Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome back to the show, everybody. She's Madeline. I'm George, and we appreciate you sticking with us. It's been a packed show so far, Madeline. Absolutely, A lot, yeah. a lot of stuff to put in, the, in these Cajun <laughs> Nations as we get things rolling, right? Was one of the new things that we get to talk about is the new head coach for the tennis program. The university introduced its next head men's tennis coach, Luke Godin. He's the 10th head coach in UL history. Godin coached 11 All-Americans, two National Players of the Year recipients, and helped the team win five national team championships while on staff at Tyler. In his first stint with the Raging Cajuns men's program, he helped lead the team to three winning seasons, including a 21-10 mark during the 2018-2019 campaign. He says driving up the Bertrand Road, seeing Cajun Field, seeing Teague Moore Field, track and soccer complex, it really felt like he was home. It's very special. Uh, you know, for me, it's not just a professional move. Uh, it's not the the only reason. It's really the ties and the relationship that I have with this community. Like I said, being French-speaking, coming from Canada, uh, out of the 3,000 universities, let's say you have in the U.S., there's only one University of Louisiana in Lafayette. And to be able to be at this particular school means a lot to me. So now we, uh, we talk a little bit about the Olympics yep. where Morgan Lo Romero, a few weeks ago, you know, she was one of four Acadiana-based athletes that competed in the Tokyo Olympic Games. Yeah, she entered the women's pole vault finals with a torn Achilles tendon, but still competed and did so with a valiant effort. Morgan was unable to cross the 450-meter mark in three attempts. In missing those jumps, she was eliminated from the competition. Lalo Romero put uh, this on inst on her Instagram post, uh, thanking everyone for support, uh, saying in part, I gave it all I had with every ounce of my heart, and while it took some time to gather myself, I am still very grateful for the opportunity to compete at the Olympics for the USA. To everyone at home sending me love and support, I seriously can't thank you, you all enough. Uh, through it all, you stood by my side and cheered me on, as I cannot... Thank y'all enough. It truly means everything. This is this is not over. I'll be back better than before. So yeah, one of the cool things about that is uh, you know she's going to try for the next Olympics. So that'll be cool. Yeah. All right, it's time for football. We talked some high. We talked some college. We yep. talked a, a whole lot of tennis. 
and uh, some Olympics. Now let's talk high school football just a couple of weeks away, right? And that means first and 10 is not that far behind. Friday, we aired Acadiana's longest running high school football special, first and 10 opening drive. You can go to KLFY.com and check it out if you didn't get a chance to see it. Now I had a chance to sit down with Acadiana head football coach Matt McCullough to discuss the Rams and their football future. Here's that chat. Well, we got a group of seniors that have played a lot of football games. You know, we've got multiple guys. Uh, some of them are three-year starters. Some of them are two-year starters. But we got some guys back that have, have been a big part of our state championships the last two years. Uh, I think this group is doing a good job of leading. They had a good summer. It was a more normal summer. Of course, now we've had some stuff kind of come back up. But, um, you know, we had a normal summer. And I think, I think they're ready to go and, and ready to uh, play in a scrimmage and jamboree and then get ready to go. Obviously, you wanted success. Did you expect this, the amount of success you got uh, and how quickly it's come to you? Well, I don't think you ever expect that much success, but the bottom line is, is we wanted to keep the tradition alive. We wanted to try to win every game we played. We want to have the opportunity or the ability to be able to win every game we played. And, you know, uh, our guys have been working hard. We got a really good coach and staff, you know, our defensive coach and staff, the offensive coach and staff that helps me do, do a tremendous job. And, uh, you know, we put in a lot of hard work to have the opportunity to do that, you know. The improvements around the stadium continue. Uh, is there anything else uh, happening? They put a brand new track, which is which is a big deal. We had a center track for a long time. They, did, they put the brand new press box. Um, you know, we like a grass field, so hopefully I can keep that forever. They give us some turf one day. I hope it's, I hope it's on a practice field. But, um, but the uh, but the field house is something that's really good because it puts us closer to the practice field, puts us closer to the game field. We better come back, and it's just something that that, that we needed. We probably needed an upgrade on the weight room, um, and, and just some different things that, uh, that the locker room's going to be a little bigger, so you're going to better house more players. So it, it's stuff that's really going to help, and I think uh, the facility out there is going to also help a lot of the other sports because they're able to use that weight room and some of the stuff that's in there. All right, as football season continues to approach, uh, one of the four state champions from our area uh, was the Karen Crow Golden Bears. The Bears and head coach Tony Corville had a magical season in 2020. They hope to duplicate that in 2021. Here's part of my conversation with the head bear. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put, to put into words, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, you know, it's a, obviously it was a wonderful feeling to see, uh, you know, the, the community was behind us, the administration was behind us here and, and at the district level, and then the, the students, and then for these kids to do the things we did last year, you know, those tough times just made it so rewarding. So that, and it's still, uh, you know, it's, it's August right now, so we've had to put it to bed now, you know, but, but it's been awesome. Coming into 2021, what is the biggest challenge for this team? Well, I mean, we've talked about it sustaining the success. You know, uh, we, you know, we wear that C on the helmet, we wear it very proudly, and we, we wear it for the people that's come before us. So we have something, you know, we have something that, that we've got to carry forward. Either year, if you win a state championship or not, you still have to carry that C on your helmet, and we've got to carry it proudly. I remember last year before the season, you said we, you, we know we're talented, we just have to go out there and prove it. Correct. And that team did. So Correct. how do you sustain the success this year? I know you kind of mentioned it, but what is the key to sustaining well, success? Well, you know, I've been doing this almost 35 years, and I found out consistent hard work. I mean, it sounds easy, but it's not. You know, to show up every day, day in, day out, that, you know, I'm got, I don't hate to refer too much back to last year, but they did that every day, every day. And this team is, taking, it took them a little while, I'll be totally honest with you. In the month of June, we kind of struggled with that a little bit, but then they, uh, we, 
talk to set him down, talk to him, and then the, the July on to now, it's been they've been incredible doing the same things that we asked him to do. All right, so we're looking for an exciting high school football season. And speaking of high school, uh, look, the Cajuns have done a great job of recruiting those high school players, getting uh, some of the best talent uh, in the state and around the area uh, region. Absolutely, uh, so yeah. I mean, just even from Karen Crow, Kendrell Williams, yep. one of those true freshman running backs that could make an impact this year from Karen Crow uh, on the Cajuns team. So, uh, yeah, a lot of it's cool when the when our local athletes go on to play for the Cajuns. We always like hey, to. Hey, look, that, that puts people in the seats. Man. That's it. Uh, you know, people want to go the see local their talent, local, yeah. local talent. That's it. Uh, hey, that's going to do it for us tonight. We hope you enjoyed our show. This is Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. Madeline, take it away. I am Madeline Nam. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have a good night. We'll see you next week.